Well, what do you think the likelihood is that I could get this lucky? Just stepped out of the truck, not really down here looking for anything, actually coming down here to do something completely different. And just look at the ground real quick, because we got lots and lots of plowed field here. And I just have to look down, not even five feet from the truck. I don't know how well this is gonna show up, but got this. My guess is that it will be broken because it's in a cornfield. Right, let's just see. Ooh, it's actually pretty close to perfect. Cool. And I'll take that. Before we begin, I got a couple news items to cover, and the first one is going to be a quick rundown of what's going on in the Dreamboat Challenge this week. Now it's time for the Dreamboat update. It was all about the fluke in the Dreamboat Challenge this week, and we had two big ones hit the leaderboard. The first was a 10.72 pound Sandy Hook doormat landed by Steve Leinhart, which landed him in third place for the flatfish category. The second fluke made some bigger waves in the contest. Luke Citarelli from Remsenburg, New York, topped the category with this impressive 11.25 pounder, giving him enough juice to vault him into second place overall. The leaderboard now looks like this. Bobby Cifarelli has dropped into third place with 17 points. Luke Citarelli takes over second place with 18 points and Eddie Terrabile remains in the top spot with 21 points. The Dream Boat Fishing Challenge is the fisherman subscriber only multi-species fishing competition with a chance to win a 21-foot Steigercraft center console powered by a Yamaha along with many other great prizes. Visit thefisherman.com to subscribe and get all the details so you can be part of the action. The other news item of course is the giveaway which is ongoing. We're getting some getting more and more photos. It's been a little slower this week, probably because of the weather and the wind, but um, still got some really nice fish that came in. Some strong photos now. Everybody seems to be sending in better and better pics, which is fantastic. And if you don't know how this whole thing works, basically you're going to send your photos in to me at deanderson@thefisherman.com, or you can text them to the number on the screen. If you do elect to email them, just put contest or giveaway in the subject line so I know what to do with them. And basically this is going to run through July 26th. I'm going to give away a darter that I made. I'm going to give away some no life bait needed paddle tails. And I'm going to give away some stuff from Game On Lures. And uh, so there's going to be three winners. I'm going to pick my three favorite photos. And I'm going to send those prize packages to each of those winners. Then we'll start another one up after that. It couldn't be simpler. Uh, the magazine, the magazine. The photos will show up in the magazine. They'll show up here in the report video. And, um, you know, it's a... Everybody wins with that, so uh, I really appreciate you guys for participating in these things over these last couple, it's been at least a year now, um, and it's it's been great for me. A lot of photos coming in, and uh, great to interact with the viewers and the readers, so thanks again for all that. Now we'll start things off in the reports, so and we're going to head north of the border to start this off. We're still hearing really good striped bass reports from southern Maine. So basically from like Portsmouth, New Hampshire to Portland, Maine. Uh, very good striper action in the area. Lots of bait. They got, they got pogies up there. They got mackerel up there. They got sand eels. They've got harbor pollock. There's just a smorgasbord of bait in the area, which has translated to a lot more uh, striped bass just hanging around these inshore waters. Guys are doing it from the surf. They're doing it from the boat. They're doing it day and night. Um, and they're seeing a wide range of sizes. So basically fish from like 24 inches up to 50 inches. 
And, um, you know, so if you're in that area, if you're going up there on vacation, if you live there, if it's not too far for you to travel, definitely might be a place that's worth checking out. Um, nighttime guys have been doing particularly well on live eels, so uh, definitely want to keep that in mind. Dropping down over the border back into Massachusetts, uh, really good striper action there as well. Plum Island, um, out to Gloucester, uh, Cape Ann, the whole area there has all been producing very well. Uh, for a little more on that, let's toss it over now to James Jukes. Uh, I haven't been out that much. It's been spotty. Took a couple of skunks. But, anyways, right under the report here, uh, the boat guys out in front of Plum Island and north or south of here have been hammering big fish. 20, 30 fish days, all over 40-inch stuff. Uh, a lot of live bait that they've been fishing, so... Uh, that is what it is there. Uh, I'm in a little rare daylight into darkness right now. But that's okay. I don't do it much. The green heads are out. So just beware if you're out in the beaches. Uh, they'll be gone the new moon in July. So that'll be over with. Uh, as far as the surf guys are concerned, very spotty fish seem to have tucked into their summer patterns. Water's nice and warm, so if you can find those deeper areas, you're probably going to be better off finding fish there. Uh, guys up on the jetties have been doing well. Uh, and again, that's that's pretty spotty. You know, guys think uh, they're having a great season with a couple of 30-pound uh, fish. You know, but there's no shorts. We should be seeing tons and tons of shorts, but there's there's nothing out here. Uh, so anywhere from the Gloucester area right up into New Hampshire, plenty of action. You just got to really dig deep for it. It's definitely the grind going on. Uh, like I said, find those deeper pockets. On Plum Island, we have... Uh, gotten a few bluefish smaller size we had one fish up in the river that went 30 inches which is exciting especially this time of the year we usually don't see too many up here uh, we don't really get much until August up here so it just tells you that the water is definitely warming up uh, some of those bluefish are just migrating with fresh stripers so I did run into a situation over the weekend. I did have a big pile of silver sides right at my feet, no fish anywhere to be seen. And then I started walking out, and sure enough, I heard this popping. Jeez, I gotta tell you, I couldn't figure out what the hell was popping until I got a good look at them. And sure enough, uh, it was squid eating the silver sides. What a sight. It was unbelievable. At least my skunk turned into something fun to watch. You know, just no fish on them. So what are you going to do? Uh, but anyways, Dave, that's it from here. Hope everybody enjoys a long weekend. Get out have some fun.
The next striper hotspot has continued to be like Situate to, to Plymouth. You got Situate, Marshfield, you got Plymouth. Uh, really, all the points, rocky spots, uh, all the inlets in that area are holding fish right now. The ledges offshore, like Minot Ledge, there's a few other ones there that uh, don't come to my mind too easily. They got weird names, but there's a lot of striped bass in the area, and there's a lot of good fish in that area. You're hearing about good numbers of fish, like 20 to 40 pound fish have been caught, and lots of fish in the like 35 to 40 inch class. So. Um, a lot of action in the area, and the guys are getting it done at all different times of the day and night. Good topwater action early morning and in the, in the afternoon. And then the night guys are doing really well, drifting live bunker, chunking, uh, throwing live eels. It's all working. Uh, also heard about some really nice fish coming out of there from surf guys throwing needlefish after dark. So very good place for some striper action. Also hearing about an influx of bigger bluefish into that area now too. So that's something else that you guys can count on. Heading out onto the Cape. The, the big news just seems to be the continued action on the Outer Cape. Uh, I've been hearing about good topwater action in the afternoon. Like basically after work till dark, guys are doing really well on pencil poppers. Good numbers of fish and good sizes of fish. So you're seeing fish from like 30 inches up to 40 inches and a few north of that. So um, you get a good shot of getting some slot fish and you got a good shot of getting some really big fish. For the boaters, you're going to want to head out more toward Monomoy. Um, that's where the best action that I've been hearing about has been. A lot of slot fish in that area and uh, a lot of fish that are just over, like 32 to 40 inches or so. Or so. Uh, guys are doing really well on top water. They're doing really well on unweighted soft plastics, but another good way to get it done there is, you know, snapping wire. Um, so any of those shoals out there or any of those deep spots in between, there's a lot of stripers in there, a lot of moving water in there, and a lot of bait. So. Um, that's definitely a good spot to go if you want to get on some stripers from your boat. As far as fluking goes, still not getting a lot of reports from Nantucket Shoals. Not sure exactly why. I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know if the bite's off this year. I, I suspect it's probably the weather. It would just keep getting these crazy windy days that are coming from all different directions and it's probably just making it tough for guys to get out there. The fluke news I am hearing are coming from like Nantucket Sound and Vineyard Sound on the shoals in there. Uh, basically, what I've been hearing is it's it's been a little bit of a tough go of it. The guys are getting a few keepers, but mostly shorts, and I mean even more, they're getting small sea bass and scup. Um, but if you get up closer to the islands, you're going to have a better shot at getting some bigger sea bass. You're going to get more of those keeper-sized scups. So um, bottom fishing, bottom fishermen may do better to kind of leave the fluke for later and concentrate more on sea bass and scup. Jumping through into Buzzards Bay. Striper action's been decent. Been hearing about some better action around the Elizabeths, especially out near Cuddyhunk for stripers. But in Buzzards Bay, bottom fishing's been very good, especially for sea bass and scup. Heading up toward the canal, I didn't hear a ton uh, as far as stripers go in the neck of Buzzards Bay. I heard a few. Heard of a few fish like into the low 20 pound class, but uh, no big concentrations, no big numbers of fish. The canal, however, has started to sort of come into a favorable summer pattern where doesn't matter if you've got like the perfect tides, There's, there seems to be fish in there, there seems to be bait in there, and most of the guys that go are getting some fish. So um, for a little bit more on that, let's toss it over now to East End Eddie. Good morning, Dave. Here in the east end of the canal, it's been a wet morning, it's raining on and off. Uh, things are still great here though. Uh, I've got a west dropping tide behind me, so if that lights up, uh, you'll see me grab my rod and I'll have to get back to you. But uh, there's a lot of bait still in the canal. Uh, uh, mackerel, uh, different sizes, uh, small ones, big ones, there's squid, there's uh, 
silver sides. I haven't seen too much bunker, though, to tell you the truth, but uh, there were a lot of bunker in Buzz's Bay, so hopefully they catch a east tide and come into the canal. Uh, the other day, uh, three 30-pounders were caught within minutes of each other at, around mid-canal, and uh, Tony uh, Cuozzo uh, is from Hot Hartford, Connecticut, but he stays at Bourne Scenic Park. He caught a 42-inch from his uh, favorite spot. And um, I was fishing next to some guys, some experienced guys, the other day. Uh, Mashpee Mike uh, Larea caught a 42-inch on a Rainbow Savage. Uh, Bill on the Grill Prudo caught a 43-inch uh, on a Green Max Savage. And I caught a 20-pounder on a, uh, a striper gear rocket, a, a white ghost rocket. Uh, it was pretty, the fish was pretty far out. The only reason I was able to reach it is because I had a rocket on it, and those things cast like a rocket. So uh, that was a fun day. And a little bit farther down from us was Dancing Ben Firmino, who caught a 40-pounder that measured out to uh, 45 inches. Nice fat fish. Ben was using a Super Strike needlefish, uh, parrot-colored. And the reason we call him Dancing Ben is because after Dancing Ben descends the riprap stone bank and gets down to the water next to his spot, he does a fish dance. And he claims this uh, fish dance uh, attracts the fish and brings them in close to him. So he caught a 40-pounder. So if Ben keeps catching 40-pounders, you may see a lot of guys dancing on the canal. You might see me doing an Irish jig. Who knows? Uh, so congratulations to him. He's a good guy from Sandwich. But the, the catch of the week goes to seven-year-old Jalen Keegan, who's from Norwood. She was fishing with her father, Sean. He was an experienced canal rat. And uh, Jalen reeled in a, what looked like about a 37-inch striped bass. And uh, she did a great job. So congratulations to Jalen. Uh, she's now an official certified canal rat. So congratulations, Jalen. And uh, so things are great here. Bent rods all around. And... Um, so just a uh, public service announcement. The Army Corps of Engineers is uh, closing the uh, Sagamore Recreation Area, on, uh, which is on the mainland side. They're closing that June 28th to 30th and um, for, to do uh, parking lot repairs on the McAdam. So you'll have to park somewhere else uh, during that time. So my tip of the week is I always carry a little bottle of water, like a six-ounce bottle of water, down in my fishing spot. And when I get down next to the water, I'll, I'll put the water bottle water next to a rock behind me. So if you're going to do that, put it on the west side of a rock. That way when the sun comes up, it won't hit the water bottle and, uh, and it'll keep the water cooler for a little longer. So until next week, catch a big one. Now let's jump over into Rhode Island where we're really seeing a strong pattern in two places for big striped bass. Uh, one spot has been the reefs off of Newport, Brenton Reef being the, the big one. A lot of big fish coming out of there again this week, and it's getting done in a whole bunch of different ways. Guys are trolling tube and worm, guys are trolling mojos, guys are doing very well on live eels day and night. And when it's been a little snottier out, the topwater plugs have been coming out and they've been getting some really nice fish. I've heard a topwater fish up to 40 pounds this week, so that's really exciting. The other place that's really starting to come to life now for big stripers is Block Island. Southwest Ledge is putting out fish day and night. I've seen fish up into the 50 pound class. And some are being caught on eels and some are being caught on big soft plastics. So you can get it done really however you want to. Um, and, you know, as we all know from the last 15 years of history, um, once that ledge starts to plug up with big stripers, they stay there for most of the summer. So 
that bite is on and it's going to stay on. So um, that's some exciting stuff. Coming back closer to land here, uh, talking about some more bottom species. The sea bass fishing is really starting to come into its own now. You can do it off Sakonet, you can do it off of Brenton Reef, you can do it off Beaver Tail, you can hit them down off Point Judith. Um, there are good numbers of sea bass now. We're starting to see more and more keeper sized fish. You've got tons and tons of rocky ledges in that area. You've got a good number of uh, reefs and wrecks in there as well. So there's lots of structure to target. You're going to catch lots of scup as well. Uh, for a little bit more on what's going on in the eastern half of Rhode Island, let's toss it over now to TJ Kopecki. Thanks, Dave. Hey guys, nice to be back. Um, got a quick uh, report for you from uh, Maho Bay area, uh, mouth of the Sakonet, uh, up to Fogland Point. A um, couple things going on. I uh, was able to get out on my boat, do a little fishing on Sunday uh, after the big rains had come, and uh, we did really well, actually more towards the Mahobe Farm area at Church's Cove. Once you found the bait, um, pretty much it was lights on with some good sea bass up to 20 inches. Uh, we had fluke up to 21 inches, a lot of shorts, um, and tons and tons of scup, sea robins, um, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, but it was a good outing. We caught a lot of fish uh, within a, a four or five hour period. Uh, we drifted the whole incoming tide. Uh, once winds pick up, we got up and get out of there. Um, I also talked to uh, Jeff from Bloodline Kayak Adventures, and they're located in Somerset, Massachusetts. He said he had a couple outings this week also. Uh, he fished in the Sakonet River up near Fogland Point also. Uh, found uh, lots of big sea bass uh, to 21 inches there also. Had four keepers one day, and uh, also fished the... Uh, Maho Bay at the uh, mouth of the Lees River by the power plant and did well on uh, small small bass. Uh, so those guys uh, are out there doing well also. Um, haven't heard much about the Warren or Barrington Rivers. I haven't had a chance to get out there. Um, I know that uh, Barrington Beach, there's still lots of small bluefish out front. Uh, I talked to a couple of my buddies, the surf casters there. And uh, they're doing well, actually better in the morning than they are in the afternoon, um, which is probably uh, just because of the way the tides are right now. Uh, so uh, if you have a chance to get out in any of those places, uh, that's, where, uh, that's where you're going to do well. I also know that uh, the scup fishing has been unbelievable underneath the Maho Bridge. Uh, guys are doing really well uh, just uh, with uh, clam tongue and uh, squid. So... Uh, if you have a shore opportunity and uh, you want to do some casting there, uh, you don't have to go far to get into 20 feet of water for casting. Uh, water drops off really quick down uh, by the Roger Williams College area. So uh, that's what we got for the Maho Bay area, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Tight lines. Heading out from Point Judith, kind of heading out toward Block Island now. I know we already talked about the striped bass fishing, but the fluking has been better than it was, but nowhere near as good as it has could be historically. Uh, you're seeing some fish outside the center wall. You're seeing some fish along the beaches in South County. Probably your best bet is going to be to fish block uh, right now. But for a little bit more on the bottom fishing at block and some of the fluke fishing closer to Point Judith, let's toss it over now to Captain John Lee from JL Charters. Um, I had a busy week. I got out quite a bit. Two good fluke trips, which is promising. Had close to a boat limit one trip and a little off on the other. Fish are in 35 to 45 feet. 
Um, the sea bass had been the one area where I'm just not finding the big fish, finding lots of mediums. Um, I looked at my the logs from the past few years. The fish should be where they should be. They're not, so I'm still waiting on the jumbos to show up. Bass bite has been good with some lulls. Um, I will get up with you next week. Have a good one. Now, as I mentioned, the fluke has been picking up along the South County beaches. Still, you know, still hasn't been what it might have been, say, in like 2012. But it's the best it's been this year. So. Uh, we have seen more squid showing up in that area. We've seen more sand eels showing up in that area, and that's translated to some better fluke fishing. Up along the breachways, a lot of daytime guys have been doing really well on scup this week, which is a good thing for everybody because, yes, it means that you, know, you can go and catch scup from the breachways, but it also means that there's a new reliable bait source around the breachways now, which is likely to pull in more big stripers and probably some big bluefish as well. So. If you're a breachway guy or if you fish some of those rocky points near the breachways, um, might be a good week to put in a little extra time because we're starting to see more and more uh, scup and other sort of smallish, reliable bait species showing up along those areas. So, you know, that's another thing that's good for everybody. And then the best big bass fishing out in the western part of the state is still on the Watch Hill Reefs and then heading across the border to Fishers. Uh, very good stripers in that area and you've got a chance of you know, catching a really big fish in there. So, uh, all good things, and that's what happened to you guys in Rhode Island this week. Jumping over into Connecticut, the race is now starting to become consistent. Um, starting to hear about fish coming out of there most of the time. Uh, hasn't been a lot of really big fish. There's been a lot of slot size fish, a lot of fish just outside the slot too, probably even more of those. You know, more fish from like 24 to 27 and then you know, 33 to 36 inches, but uh, the bite's been good, action's been good, guys are doing a diamond jigging, you've seen some top water action here and there, and uh, guys are doing it with live bait as well. Um, heading back up closer to shore, actually, before we leave that, let's just go behind fishers and talk about the fluke fishing, which has been, just like South County, better than it has been this year, but not as good as, as it can be historically, uh, but right now it's probably you know, this last week to 10 days has probably been the best that we've seen. So, you know, might be worth putting in a couple drifts out there. The one thing that I will say, probably better off to focus on those prime pieces of structure rather than just making long sort of protracted drifts and hoping to come o drift over a fish. Hit those spots that are most likely to hold fish and uh, you're probably going to do better. Heading up closer to shore now. Um, Outside the Connecticut River, we've seen a lot of big stripers and a lot of big bluefish. Um, and the action has been good for surf guys and boat guys, especially the boat guys, though. Um, Live Bunker has been doing a lot of damage in that area. For a little more on that, let's toss it over now to Captain Mike Roy from Real Cash Charters. Hey, guys, for this week's fish report, some big stripers around. Live bait is definitely producing really well. We're going to get this fish back in the water in a second. Um, <clears throat> What I recommend this week as temperatures rise, try to find some cooler water. Um, I would expect the fish to, the fishing should continue to be pretty good uh, in the locations they've been, but I would expect them to start to transition into their summer uh, residential holding areas. Um, we should see that start to happen over the next week or two as water temperatures start, start to rise. Uh, bluefish are still thick. There's a lot of big gator bluefish around. Um, black sea bass fishing 
remain strong. I would expect those fish to start moving around as well and settle into their summer holding areas. Um, so all in all, it's a great time to go fishing. Um, for the upcoming week, I would expect stripers, bluefish, and black sea bass to um, be biting really well. Good luck. Now we'll just head up the Connecticut River Valley, talk to Rowan Lytle. I know he's been doing a lot of varied guiding. He's been doing some carp stuff, he's been doing some bowfin, he's been doing some flat stuff for stripers. Uh, no telling what he's going to cover in this video. Uh, so let's, let's hear what he's got to say. Hey everybody, so as we come out of a slightly wetter week, uh, which is a very good thing here, um, I've been doing mostly channel catfish fishing, uh, at least in the Connecticut River. Uh, I've talked about that before. Um, I'll talk about specifically fly tactics now, uh, because that's one of the ways I really love to target them, and, and that's not something people do a lot. Uh, a really good thing to do is just find deep cuts, um, either at the mouths of tributaries or in the Connecticut River itself. Um, depending on the depth, you can fish floating lines and heavy flies, or I oftentimes will fish full intermediates um, and also fairly heavy flies, either tungsten conehead woolly buggers or something tied uh, with uh, lead dumbbells, sort of like a clouser. Now, uh, natural colors tend to work best. Fly should be fairly sizable as well because the fish need to feel them. Uh, they're not going to see them very well. Their eyesight's quite poor, but they're very predatory, way more predatory than a lot of people give them credit for. And they'll often eat those flies up in the column, not just dragging right on the bottom. Uh, but fish relatively slow, long, slow strips, and flies in the two and a half to three inch range in brown, olive, black, and fairly heavily weighted. Uh, the takes are ridiculously aggressive. I had a client out today. We didn't get any particularly large ones, but even a channel catfish around a pound will absolutely slam a fly and then put up a pretty damn good fight on a six or seven weight rod. Uh, so good luck out there, everybody. Um, try getting a channel catfish on a fly rod. Heading out of the river, heading west now. We're going past Cornfield Point, out to Westbrook. Hearing of good, um, hearing of good scup fishing in that area. Really, all of Connecticut has been very good for scup fishing. And we've got all these big reefs out here which hold stripers, they hold bluefish, they hold scup, and they hold sea bass. But I just want to remind you guys that sea bass is closed until July 8th. So don't go out there and make a mistake. I know uh, I'm talking to a few guys that were out this weekend and it sounded like a lot of people don't know that sea bass is closed. Saw a lot of guys sea bass fishing. So just make sure you're, you know, playing within the rules because uh, you don't want to get pinched for something silly like that. For a little bit more on what's going on in that region, let's toss it over now to Matt Stone from Watch Hill. Watch Hill. Let's toss it over now to Matt Stone from Black Hall Outfitters. Striper bite continues to be good, uh, particularly in the rivers. They are still very much focused on live bunker. Um, we have got all the things you're going to need for that bite if that's something you want to get on, including a cast net class as well. Um, Rivers are the best place to go right now, but there are definitely stripers out on local reefs and points. Um, you can try some eels, some topwater, some paddle tails, things like that. Um, those will work great out there. Currently, our sea bass season is closed in Connecticut. Um, closed up last weekend. It is going to reopen July 8th. Uh, closed up until July 8th. However, there is some good fluke fishing to be had, um, starting in probably around 35 feet, 40 feet. Gulches, gullies, humps, any gaps in those work really well. Um, a lot of silver sides around, a lot of bunker around, so any bucktails that mimic that, perhaps squid out deeper, are going to be good for you. Um, and that's what's going on here in Connecticut. Get out there and good luck. Now, continuing west into the western part of the sound, we're hearing about a lot of big bluefish in the area that have moved in. Guys are getting them on around the bunker schools, throwing topwaters, getting them on uh, 
I mean, they're bluefish. You're getting them on all kinds of stuff. But definitely live bunker, chunk bunker, big top waters, and uh, trolling just about anything. Those bluefish are eating pretty well. Uh, the night guys are getting some really big bass. They're fishing that 50 line. I think we talked about this last week, but that 50 line off New Haven, off Milford, uh, is very. It just seems to be a highway that these big fish that were out in the Western Sound for all you know the whole spring are now moving out of there, and they seem to travel that 50 line to go out there and chunk bunker. And there's no telling what size fish you could catch. A lot of big fish come out of there every year, so that's something you can definitely hang your hat on. Something you can go and do and catch some fish. And now heading out west, you know, things are still looking really good out west. We've got fish inshore. I know the surf guys have had some, some fish up to 30 pounds in that area on plugs and eels. Um, I know the boat guys have been getting some even bigger fish. And there's been some good fluke on the New York side. And they're starting to travel into Connecticut waters now. So for a little more on all that and probably a little bit more, let's toss it over now to Max Finch from Fisherman's World. The striped bass fishing still remains red hot in our area. A lot of the fish have moved inshore. We've seen some really nice fish up Nauk River, the Saugatuck River, the mouth of the Housatonk up to the bridges and shallow around the island and in our back bays. All the bunker flooded inshore and it brought a lot of quality fish in. We've seen fish from, you know, under slot all the way to over 30 pounds coming from six feet or water or less on the high tide to wade back up in. I was out yesterday, we were fishing a shallow water reef with live bait we had tons of quality fish, a lot of fish from that 15 to 30 pound class. There's still some fish out in our deeper water reefs like 11B and 28C. They're starting to get into that summer mode, so live bait and bunker chunks work really well. And then trolling during the day is gonna be your best bet in some deep water trying to finding a big fish. Guys chunking at night are still reporting a really solid bite around the islands. To our west, there's still some bass being caught and I've seen some big fish this past week, so it means we have another wave coming through. And we still heard some weak fish around in our harbors and the mouth of our rivers. The porgies are flooding all along our beaches. They're getting bigger and bigger and they're starting to dominate all our shallow water and deep water reefs. So guys on the boat, remember clam chum, high low rigs, clams, sandworms, squid, you name it. And you can find sea bass in the same spots if you're fishing the deeper water reefs. And they'll take jigs, a bunch of different variety of baits, scrub, bucktails, gulp. Blue fishing still remains hot. There's blues in our harbors now at night chasing the bunker schools. We've seen them to like 14 pounds all the way upriver harassing bunker schools and then shallow water around the islands. During the daytime on hot days, if it's flat, you can find them finning out in the middle. That's always a blast or trolling wire with like deep divers, umbrella rigs, and you know, swimming shads, you name it. Thanks and good luck. That's what I have for you guys in the reports this week. Hopefully you're going to find them inspiring. Um, the fishing has been really good. I know we've had some kind of snotty winds over the last few days and it's weeded some places up and made some water dirty. But, you know, get out there, find yourself some clean water and take some pictures. Send them in to me. You never know. You may win this thing. And um, if you're not a subscriber to The Fisherman, you're just watching the video, I highly recommend you head over to our website. That's thefisherman.com. We cover everything from Delaware all the way up to Maine and every fishery you can think of in there, whether it's offshore, inshore, kayak, surf, paddleboard, freshwater, travel, it's all covered. We've got reports that cover that entire area. It's the best 30 bucks you can spend in fishing. You're gonna win with that 30 bucks, you're gonna get 12 paper issues sent to your mailbox, and you're gonna get 26 digital editions sent to your email box during the fishing season. So that's the beginning of April till mid-November. We, we put one out every week. Um, but if you head to the website and you're still not convinced at the very least, give us a like and subscribe here on YouTube and hit that little bell thing down there so you get a notification every time we post something new. I appreciate you guys for watching, and we'll see you next week.